0: Love and dating with Timmy and Pammy <laughs> Pammy <laughs> Timmy. What's up? i feel uh, I feel like i uh having that the dude I talked to uh Rick soda beer, yeah. I felt like, where's Pammy? Pammy should be here. I,
1: yeah, I I listened to the whole thing and it was a really good conversation. There were moments when I was like, Oh, I I, wish I I was there. So I could ask a question. I knew you would be. And I wish
0: you would have been, I wish you could have been on the call with us. Yeah. Um, It was a good conversation. And I think uh, part of what we're going to talk about today spawns from that conversation a little bit. You know, he talked about his list. Yes. And it was interesting because he and I differed just a little bit on. I I thought we didn't differ, but then he, then as he explained, I was like, oh yeah, we definitely see things a little different. And he was saying something about having 36 things on his must have list. Right. And I guess, yeah, I just, I don't know what I think about that. I didn't, I didn't have a list like that. My list at first was more like specific things and then after i read the book how to not die alone by logan urry yeah um i changed my list to more of like kind of who the person is mm-hmm. rather than necessarily specifically like how tall they are or right. what color their hair is or yeah what they do specifically like it, it just became less specific and more, for example, let me just pick one. Like I used to be a gym rat. I'm really not a gym rat now. I go to the gym, but not like I used to. And that used to be on my list. You know, I want someone that works out with weights. Well, then I realized, well, what is that really more about? Is that more about someone that's active? That's someone that's, you know, into fitness, you know, like, is it okay if they do yoga or is it okay if they hike or ride a bike or do they have to actually go to the gym, you know? Right. And so for me, that was something that I realized, okay, I need to change that. I don't, they don't have to work out at a gym, but I would like them to be healthy and, you know, concerned about fitness.
1: It's more their lifestyle versus how they, how they achieve that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was both impressed and a little um, <laughs> just uh, not certain about his list. <laughs> <laughs> well, not especially because he said five five to five eight. I'm like, well, Pammy's
0: five one. After all, you five five one. Okay, I thought yes.
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, not just. I mean, it's his list. Well, of I mean, course. And, and right. obviously, you know, you and I both know that people are going to have you know their opinions, Absolutely. and that's totally fine. I'm in your camp of it's the quality of person and and the qualities that, you know, that they exhibit and embody that are more important to me than what they look like.
0: Yes. Although
1: I will say that, you know, I mean, I've dated I've dated men of all different heights, all different colors, all you know, like and I've and I've had on my list for a very long time um five ten to six two. Um and salt and pepper hair, and uh, what well, I think that was about. I think that was as far as like looks go. And I've dated some guys that qualify for that, and I've dated guys that don't. Yeah, you know. And I've and I've enjoyed both. So yeah. I had to look at that as like, yeah, that's nice to have, but it is not a non negotiable for me. Yeah. So I think we had. I mean, for me, I had to open things up just a little bit and say. I don't want to close the door on this person that embodies all these qualities that are so important to me just because they're not in my height range. Right. That to me is stupid. Yeah. It's just stupid. Well, and, I think your list, that, you know,
0: I think that as your list gets bigger than the who's available gets smaller.
1: Yes, absolutely. You and know. it's not to say that that person couldn't show up in your life. I mean, right. absolutely can happen, but I mean, it just, it, for me, it's more about, you know, going through the dating process, figuring out those things as you're in the dating process of what truly is a non-negotiable. And I don't, I think that trying to write that list of non-negotiables before you start dating is going to be really challenging. You're going to have to review it. Yes. <laughs> You'll have to change some things um, just to get yourself to a place where you understand what truly is important and not. Yeah. And I didn't learn I, that some of my non-negotiables were really not non-negotiables for me and other things were yeah until i started dating
0: yeah yeah dating is what really really helped me and 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 rick talked about that talked about dating really helps you kind of refine and 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 you have to kind of revisit certain things and i did like that his list um wasn't all just physical things right
1: absolutely there were a
0: lot of those things mm-hmm. that were more I don't know if it's character or personality things sure. and you know, he's an older dude. So, I mean, if uh, well, I'm sure he knows what works well with him and his personality. Mm-hmm. And so some of those things might be, he just knows that. Yeah. If they're like, if they're like this, that would be a good fit for me. Or if they're like this, it wouldn't be a good fit for me. So I guess when it comes down to it, yeah, your list is just that it's your list. Um, I don't think your list should be so vast that there's probably only one person on the planet that fits into that criteria. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would say that physical traits, gosh, I just, in my opinion, I think it's okay to have preferences, but when it gets down to physical things, I think the only physical thing that should be on there is that you find them attractive period. Yeah. Like I don't care their height, their hair color, their eye color, their skin tone. Again, preference is fine. Right. right. Again, this is my opinion, but I think that if I think that, especially if you're a person out there and you've been in the dating world for 10 plus years, trying to find your person, it might really behoove you to, yeah. Look at your list and where are you maybe hurting, hindering yourself rather than helping yourself. Right. Um, And that's just, I mean, again, that's just my, that's just my thinking on it because if someone really desires to be in a relationship, something's holding them back. Something is hindering them right. and it might not be them as much as their list yeah. or what they think they want versus what, would truly work with them. I don't know. Am I making any sense?
1: You are. You are. And one of the things that I would add is that for me, writing out my list was almost like a mirror for me in what you had talked to Rick about, which was Rick, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rich, Rick, yeah, Rick. About, um, oh, now I just lost it. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, becoming the person right that you want to to find. Yeah. Um but also recognizing that I'm worthy of all of that. Yeah. And that whether or not I end up with someone who drinks coffee. Right, <laughs> right. You know, and this is a really simple one, but I'm worthy of that. Yeah. You know, um and so all of the things, not that that's a non-negotiable, but sure, like, sure. it was at one time because I thought that that would fit into my lifestyle, but yeah. it isn't to me. It's like not necessary anymore, but so it was more of a, a reflection on who I was and was I willing to become this person that I want to date outside of the physical traits necessarily, yeah. you know, I, because I can't be six too. Yeah. um, and am I worthy of that? And once I got to the point where I realized I am worthy of that, then it became more of who is this person that I want to date? Like, yeah. who, you know, what are the qualities they embody and all of those things. So yeah. I think it, it can be a great tool. And if you want to use it as your roadmap and your guide, absolutely fine. And you can also do it the other way. Like yeah. we're talking about with the qualities. Yeah. So I think they're both Reasonable, absolutely. And I think you know, they can both work to to help you get there, yeah, but I also think you have to open, be open and and allow for the unexpected,
0: yeah, because being able to determine what might be on your list that you think isn't negotiable, but when you really think about it, it is negotiable yes or or something that maybe is on your list or maybe isn't on your list that you think oh that's no big deal they don't they don't like road trips that's okay but really though is it like is that okay because if if you really enjoy road trips are you willing to give up road trips you know i i i know someone and 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 they they have a great relationship and everything but you know i've had conversations with her about her partner not Uh, not liking to fly or not just not liking it but afraid to fly and she loves to travel and i said well i mean that's something to really really consider because the good news is i mean you can drive like all over the united states so that like Mm -hmm. i mean i love road trips i would drive anywhere it doesn't matter to me i'm not like no i just want to fly i mean i'm like no i'd look i'd like to drive now, if it's more than 20 hours, a flight would be nice. But then I'm thinking, you know, then we got to rent a car. we got to do this and that when we can just road trip it, and make it fun. Yeah. But that's just me. Some people, they don't like, no, I don't want to road trip <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like right. they just don't like road trips. Well, again, you just have to weigh how important is that to you? If it's not that big of a deal, like if you're like, yeah, road trip or flight, it doesn't really matter. Well, then, okay, then it really doesn't matter. But knowing that. And not selling out and, and, and saying, well, that's not really that big of a deal, Mm -hmm. but it is a big deal and it's really going to cause contention. Mm -hmm. It's going to cause a stress on the relationship when it comes time.
1: Over time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that was, um, one that just popped in my head is golfing how, you know, that's been on my list and I didn't realize how much of a non-negotiable that is for me. Yeah, But I, I honestly, if someone didn't golf, I wasn't interested. And it's, I don't, I mean, that's just such a, a, a you know, like, a, I don't know what you call yeah. it. It's not as um, important as like who they are as a person, but that isn't, a lifestyle for yeah. me, like that is an activity. What if I just that, drive the golf cart and drink beer yes, and smoke was, cigars? Well, I was—that's and... what I actually had on my uh, my profile. Was you know you, you play golf or you're willing to drive the golf cart? Yeah, you know. But reality is, I want someone who golfs because I enjoy doing that, and I want to do that with my partner. Yeah, and so like that has just kind of, and it, it's interesting how I have dated people who golfed. Yeah. You know I mean since I made that like a very important thing to me yeah and it's a part of my life it's you know it just kind of happens so yeah. and the thing those things can happen naturally and yeah. when you focus on something you tend you know like right. he was talking about you see the you see the shiny um the car or whatever the particular car when you've already put it in your mind that you're yes. looking for that car and then you're driving around and every time you, you know, you drive around, you're like, Oh my gosh, they're everywhere. And you never saw them before. Yeah, That's how it is with dating. You, once you have the, the idea of this person, you're going to see it. Yeah, You're going, and it's like you and Jessica, you had, you knew the type of person that you wanted to be with and you knew her energy. You knew like you knew who she was before even meeting her. Yes. So when you stepped in the room and Jessica was there, that energy was sparked and that energy, you know, like that connection was made. Yes. And so I think that that is why the list can be important and why the uh, qualities are important is because you become, you start embodying them yourself and then you attract those people. Yeah. So. And the
0: the the better you know yourself, the better you're going to know your potential partner. Yeah, I, I think for me, knowing a free spirited person would be very compatible with me. Um, someone that's obviously not super rigid,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which would be free, you know, the opposite opposite free spirited mm-hmm. to me. Uh, someone that's spiritual but not you know the goofy religious. Right. There was just these certain things that were the, it was those things that were the deal breakers for me yeah. rather than the re the super specific things almost. I just knew, I knew that when I met the person I would know yeah. and, and I didn't, you know, I I, I didn't know that when I first saw Jessica, I mean, I first saw her, there was definitely an interest. There was def clearly that's how I got to go out with her is I was pursuing her. Um, but you don't know. People talk about love at first sight. Eh, I mean, I believe you can have attraction at first sight. You know, there's can be a definite interest at first sight. And I I knew there was a lot of curiosity of huh, this this person is interesting. Like there's something about them that's very appealing, you know. Uh, but that's why we and on this podcast, we always encourage date, 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 mm-hmm. date, go out on, on dates, go out on, on dates. Yeah. You know, fine. If you don't want to do the online thing, don't. But just be available and say yes way more than you say no, because you just don't know until you go out with someone. Uh, it wasn't until we talked for, you know, eight months, I finally asked her out and it was that first date that made me go, okay, like this is a, a person that I would clearly connect with. Mm -hmm. Let's continue to talk and see what's up. And see if we can continue to connect and, and, um, the cat, our cat Nova, she is, she is, she's a mess, man. (laughs) Seriously. She just likes to bug. Yeah. She's a tutti fruity. (laughs) That's the problem with cats. They can, they they can get everywhere and get into stuff.
1: They can no holding (sighs) them back.
0: (laughs) Nova. Um, all right. So let's get into the, this, uh, talk today the two C's required for a healthy relationship. I know that in the the podcast with Rick Soda the date coach guy, um, he talked about the four pillars mm-hmm. and which is fine. They're great. Uh, I've heard them before. Um, but I thought we could rearrange this a little bit different cause I thought it was the two C's that are most important, which is connection and compatibility. Mm-hmm. And then under connection you have, and we'll talk about each of these together. Uh, Under connection, you have uh, emotional connection, intellectual connection, physical connection, and a spiritual connection. Now, the spiritual one, I think, really only applies to those that would fall into that camp, right? I mean, if you're not into spiritual stuff, then, I mean, I don't know. Let's find out. Okay, yeah, Yeah, we'll talk about that. I think that'll be a good conversation. And then the compatibility part, this isn't exhaustive, but this is what came to my mind. Under compatibility, you have lifestyle. Mm Mm-hmm uh, beliefs, worldview, um, behavior, which would be, you know, addictions, what people do Mm -hmm. and like all that stuff. And then love language, you know, how someone lives and loves. And that's another thing that I don't talk about much about Jessica. You know, we, we connected deeply quickly Mm -hmm. because of our shared love language. Hers is similar to mine, you know, physical touch words of affirmation and quality time. Those, those are hers and those are mine. And therefore that's how she communicates. You know, she loves to touch me and snuggle with me and hold my hand and cuddle with me and, and all those things communicate love to me. And I've, I've talked to couples that don't share love languages and so you know, he's wanting to touch, 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 touch. (laughs) And she's like, no, I want you to tell me how beautiful I am. Or I want you to buy me gifts, you know, too. like, and obviously you can have mismatched love languages. I think as as long as you're astute and you recognize what your partner's love language is that you communicate that way, regardless of whether that's your, your personal love language, right? Like, Like yep. if Jessica's was, uh, acts of service, acts of if service. it was acts of service, then that just means I need to, you know, do dishes and vacuum and do different things, you know, clean her car for her and do acts of service that would make her feel loved. Now, clearly all of those things, I think in a relationship off the top of my head, what are they acts of service, quality time,
1: physical, touch. Uh, physical touch, words, words of, of affirmation,
0: affirmation and <laughs> I do gifts. Ah, uh, no, that's the other okay. one. Yep. So that's the
1: five. Ooh, good yeah. for us. We got it. It's funny because gifts used to be way up on my list.
0: Oh, really? It's not
1: now. I mean, even though I still.
0: Who doesn't know. like a gift? I right.
1: Mean, exactly. And I love giving gifts, but minor physical touch, um, quality time and words of affirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. so as long as you can, I think if you match on those, that does give you that sense of uh, magic. You know, yeah. it's, it's, this is my soulmate.
1: Right. Well, Okay. <laughs> and and two out of three like if you match you know at least i say at least two yes. of the five because you're not going to match on all five no you're not even going to match on all you know like three out of a, you might right but i would say like if you ha- if your top two are the same yeah. it, chances are pretty good you're going to be okay <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i think jess and i are like all exactly the wow name. yeah wow which is just very that's not required no. we got You know, lucky, I guess, you know, just lucky that we happen to just be communicating in the same way. And I think that goes back to when couples don't feel, um, when couples don't feel loved in a relationship, typically that's what it is, is he's communicating love and it's missing her because that's not her love language. And so here they are in this committed relationship, neither one are feeling loved, uh, or appreciated or whatever. And that's, simply their love language is m- missing
1: Mismatched. Yeah. yeah
0: so yeah all right so connection how how important do you think is emotional connection
1: oh my gosh it's <laughs> i think that's the foundation <laughs>
0: yeah. because
1: we are emotional beings and everything stems from emotion yeah uh first yeah and so i think that i think that emotion is probably the most important um the biggest, it's probably the biggest hurdle, I think. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely an uh, important one. And, you know, I, I think about emotional connection with someone and it isn't necessarily that we are on the same page all the time with our emotions, but that we can be accepting of each other wherever we are. Yeah. And just, and allow for that person to move through whatever they're moving through, be there and support them and, you know, but not carry it. Yeah. And we've talked about that before and not, yeah. you know, and not burdening our partner with our own emotional yes. mess or, you know, soup or yeah. whatever you yes. want to call it that that's happening for us. And I think, you know, when you can, when you can do that, and that's just maturity, like that's emotional accountability. That's what I think is. Maturity is just owning your shit and not putting it on your partner but also you know as the partner being there for them supporting them but allowing you know giving them that space and just holding that space for them while they figure things out yeah
0: yeah when i think of emotional connection or you know honestly i even think about emotional compatibility but Mm -hmm. that's what i think of is is like what well what's that mean how do you know if you're emotionally compatible or emotionally there's a connection emotionally well one i mean emotion is a feeling so there's this feeling of connection yeah. of closeness, mm-hmm. even though you maybe just met, but there's this f- sense of familiarity, right? So that can be part of what the emotional piece is. But for me, it's, it's all about maturity. Are we compatible and is there a connection emotionally and is specifically compatible emotionally? You know, if someone's emotionally unstable and someone else is stable, that's just, you're. That's just going to be a nightmare for the stable person, you know, trying to be stable for two people just doesn't. Right. Well, at least I can't speak for everybody that wouldn't work for me. Like if I was the only stable one in the relationship, um, man, that would be tough. Now, of course, there are times in everybody's lives where our foundations can get shook up real good Mm -hmm. and one person needs to hold down the fort. Um, but I think that should bounce back and forth. You know, I don't, I don't think that should just be, this is the person that stabilizes the entire relationship. Um, That just seems awfully stressful for, for one person. It it does. Heavy weight. It does. For one person to carry. All right. The next one under connection is intellectual. Um, This one's really important to me just because I've, I love talking and I love talking about crazy shit. Um, I would say I'm super curious about the world and about everything. And if someone's not intellectually, uh, if I can't carry on an intellectual conversation with someone and, and I don't pay me this sound. I, I've, I've, when I, how do I say this? I've talked to people before and they just weren't intelligent. And it's just hard for me to, to talk to them and listen, I'm sure super intelligent people feel the same way about me. So I'm not sitting here thinking I'm a super intelligent uh, person that could, you know, have a meaningful conversation maybe with Elon Musk, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, I, yeah, I've gone on on dates and I remember thinking, Oh dear God. <laughs> like yes. if I knew about the Kardashians, I'd have a great conversation with this person. You know what I mean? Like I just, right.
1: so that's a non-negotiable that's for you. A non- <laughs> yes. 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 And and
0: that's one of the things, you know, that I really, really enjoyed when meeting Jessica is that we could have some super intellectual, deep conversations and there was no feeling of brother. Yeah. She apparently doesn't ever read or get out much and know much about anything. No, it was the exact opposite. She was knowing shit that I didn't even know. I'm like, what? Like this woman's interesting, you -hmm. know? i find that very stimulating
1: it 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 is for me too and depth has always been at the top of my list and and non-negotiable for me it's because i don't stay on the surface long with anyone my friends and they all everyone knows that about me that you know my long-term friends all know that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk about the kardashians because i don't care but I am going to talk about, you know, how you Love feel, blind. About, how you feel about the Kardashians. Like, tell right, me, yes. tell me about that, you know, <laughs> you know, so, but I, I am a person, I want to move to a deeper level with someone as soon as possible and especially someone I'm dating. And I want to have those intellectual conversations. I don't know everything. Yeah. I'm learning every day and yeah. I want a partner who's also learning every day and yeah. You know, expanding not just knowledge, but just who they are as a person. And so, I think that having deep intellectual conversations, and or just you know having the same ideas about life. Yeah, you know, it's important. It's very important. What what is what's it called? Sapiosexual? Now, I don't. I know that's like different. Like, but you yeah, but it's
0: an intellectual connection,
1: right? But that is taking it to another level, right? Where you're actually attracted to someone more because of their intellect.
0: uh, Let's look this up. Sapio sexual. See what, what, what's the internet say about that?
1: (laughs) Tell us Google.
0: (laughs) Okay. Sapio section, finding intelligence, sexually attractive or arousing. Okay. A person who finds intellectual, uh, intelligence, sexual, sexually attractive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So sapio sexual, I mean, I don't know if I'm sapiosexual.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say that I am either. I think,
0: but it does
1: play it's an a role. Element yeah, it, it definitely
0: yeah. it lends itself to uh, attraction for me, for sure. Let's take a quick pause for a commercial break. We'll be right back. All right, so maybe there's a tidbit of sapiosexual stuff in probably everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if they care at all. If about- they, if
1: intellectual, if that you know, element is important to them. Then
0: yeah. yeah. I would think so because it it, le- it lends itself to great conversations. So Absolutely. I would think that it is it is important. Uh physical connection. Well duh. <laughs> That's yes. I didn't put it number one for, for a reason. Yeah. But of course, right? we we're learning this watching Love is blind.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm caught up by the way. Oh are you? Yes, I'm not I am. fully caught up. Oh I yeah am.
0: we yeah. we have they just came out with three more episodes, um, and I think we have one more to to get through. Okay. I think, but I'm so excited. Uh, yeah. Have they got to the wedding day yet?
1: No, me? they haven't re- released those, have they? Yeah. Oh, okay. that's what I'm saying. The, oh, they just added three no, new. Okay, then, no, You're I'm not caught. Ah. Up. No, I got, I got to. It's where a they're shit show. Living with each other. Okay, that's how far I got. Okay, so oh yeah, 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 yeah. you got more to watch. Okay. All right. Then we'll talk about when we're going to do this podcast. Because yes. This is a very interesting oh bunch of people. My
0: <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Everybody, we will be doing a podcast on uh season four of love is blind. Pammy. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it right now, no, but there's no. a lot to talk about. Yes, there and is. It's a shit show yes. of incompatibility that you know here i will say this so to not talk specifically about the show but just in general what i'm learning about this show one yeah what i'm learning is love is not blind absolutely fucking not it's absolutely not blind maybe some elements of it right Mm -hmm. but attraction um you you have to There can be some connections emotionally. Obviously, you don't need to see someone to connect with someone. Uh, But if you're going to spend your life with someone, obviously, there's got to be a physical connection. So if you connect with them emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, all these ways, that's great. But if you're talking about the four pillars and one of the, the third one is the physical, that means you can't stand it up. You can't stand a. I guess you technically could if you put the leg in the right place, right. but a <laughs> Three three-legged table is going to be yes. mm, not the most stable. It going to be ever. square. <laughs> right, right. There you go. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, if you did it right. but right. <laughs> uh, So I, I really, really, really think that a relationship that only connects on emotional, intellectual, maybe a spiritual connection, if you don't connect physically, you're going to limp along. I mean, mm-hmm. I just think it, it, it would create a limp in the relationship. So yeah, very, 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 very fascinating. Um, for sure. Absolutely. The idea of physical connection. I mean, it's as much as we would like to be, um, Oh, what's the word? I'm, I wish I had a bigger vocabulary. Um, where we didn't need something as shallow, you know, if we think of looks as being shallow, someone that's concerned about looks that's that's shallow. It's not because no. it's just how we're made up. And if there is no physical connection, and we saw it in season 3 of Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. You know, when Bartise sees and Nancy, Nancy yeah. you know, he just didn't have that physical connection like he did with Raven. Right. Right? But clearly he didn't see so he didn't make that connection. I guarantee you, had he seen them, he would have for sure picked Raven right. over Nancy. Right. And I, that's no slam on Nancy. She's beautiful. uh, But just Raven was more Bartese's Yes, f- whatever. And I could have told you that just by looking at
1: right. him. <laughs> Listening yeah, to him. Yeah, and right. We- <laughs>
0: Do you know he just had a baby? No, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the scandal
1: continues, yeah.
0: and not with oh anybody gosh. else. The love is See, blind, and here
1: I am saying I don't care about the Kardashians, <laughs> <laughs> but you know those love is blind contestants. <laughs> I know I'm so <laughs> hypocritical. I'm like anybody that likes <laughs>
0: reality okay, TV. Is, well, okay, okay, love is blind. Is yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I just call myself out on that one. Okay. <laughs> I, well, and I think it's important to know that beauty is subjective. Yeah. Beauty is not going to be the same for every person. Right. But it's still very important. And you know what I think is handsome isn't what someone else thinks is handsome. And I've and I've sat with my friends and looked at, you know, pictures of guys on the dating websites and someone that they think is extremely attractive, I'm like not for me. Yeah. You know, so it's all subjective and it's all in the eye of the beholder it, yeah. that's you know been around for ages yeah. and but it is a very important thing and, and beyond looks physical um physical connection in other ways uh i mean sexual connection yeah i mean being able to have that um sexual compatibility the chemistry just the you know that you want to rip their clothes off kind yep. of you know whatever yep that is um that's important and just i think even it can go as just how they hold your hand or how you know if the person comes up and rubs your back or gives you a hug in a in a way like i'm a big hugger
0: yeah
1: i don't like i don't like the tent hugs, you know, where someone just leans their shoulders right. into you and the rest right. of their body is like three feet away from you. and They're just putting you on your back. Like, that's not a hug to me. Yeah. You might as well just wave at me. Right. Um, I want a bear hug. Yeah. And if, and if I'm dating someone, I want a bear hug from that person and I want to feel safe. Yeah. And that is so important to me. And if they're not there, I, that's just not going to do it for me. Yeah. Like I, I, I want that it is critical for me (laughs) like yeah that's a
0: non-negotiable yes and it's thing like you know when i think about really if you sat down to really come up with the list goodness gracious i hadn't even thought about that but how someone touches me
1: yes like how their skin feels to you and how your skin feels to them i mean there's there's all of those things like you have to be
0: how someone smells
1: yeah right that's a physical thing how they sound how their voice sounds how they're You know, I mean, there are so many different physical elements. Um, If they have, um, you know, a physical deformity, I hate to use the word deformity, but, you know, like they've had an accident, whatever. Are you okay with that? You know, or is that going to be a problem? Like there's so many different things that encapsulate the the physical part of it, that it's not just looks.
0: Right. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, nuances when it comes to that and you're right. It's, um, that's why when I think people get super specific on physical traits, it's like, well, what's, what's behind that physical trait? Like, what, what do you mean by that? Does it have to be exactly as you, you're saying it here, or is there, is there some nuance with that? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, very fascinating. Okay. Let's keep going down this list. Uh, the last one's spiritual. So that was the one that you were giving me that cross-eyed look
1: Uh, (laughs) because you're like it only applies to some
0: people yeah i mean does there need to be a spiritual connection i mean i for me spirituality is a part of my life so but mine was even more specific i just talked to jessica about this i I told her i said you know we do have a really unique special connection and i said what is so shocking to me is i i had left it off my non-negotiable list because I'm so unique spiritually on one hand, I have a background in Christianity and I still appreciate some of the things about Christianity, like the message of Jesus or just some of the whatever, but I don't believe that, you know, Jesus is the savior of the world and you have to accept Jesus to be, you know, so I'm clearly not a Christian. I don't, I'm not a Christian because I don't believe that you have to accept Jesus to be Born again i don't even believe in any of that at all i just don't even believe in that so i don't believe in like a heaven and hell at all within like the christian way yet you know i go to church you know i go to church i enjoy worship music i enjoy the feeling in church i enjoy the community but i don't believe 90 percent of the shit that I'm hearing in the sense of as, as they make it specific, Mm -hmm. you know, if they're teaching on Noah and the ark and I'm like, Oh brother, you know, (laughs) like that didn't actually happen, but okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I think it's BS. I think it's mythical, but yeah, it's weird. It's like, I literally hold them in both of my hands. One hand is like, Oh, I appreciate Christianity. And, some of the practices i mean i went to church on easter <laughs> I mean, right? yeah. and jessica and i went to church on easter which by the way they were doing it they did it at the kauffman Performing i Arts saw there. that i saw that i know it was really cool which we showed up to church to the to the church building downtown oh you
1: did yeah <laughs> and there's a big sign
0: that's how well connected <laughs> not we here, are tammy
1: we're not here <laughs> yeah. timmy there's a huge banner that says
0: Kaufman center easter i'm like oh shit. so we jetted over there and it was fine we got there in time for worship and all that but Anyway, all that to be said, and, and this isn't about me. I'm just saying I want people to think about how specific and unique you might be. I know for me, I'm very, very, very unique, having been a Christian, now not, yet still spiritual, still respect some of the things from Christianity. Therefore, what I mean is it would have been difficult for me to be with someone that was maybe atheist. No offense to atheists. I see a majority of their points, actually, but... But I just, that would probably not be super compatible with me. Someone that would be like, no, I'm not fucking even going to church. So they couldn't go and just appreciate it like I do. Like, I don't believe it, but I'm going because I appreciate certain aspects of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, so like Jessica, we're singing worship. We sing worship (laughs) together. But neither, you know, she's obviously not uh, a Christian in that way either. You know, she's more spiritual and mystical and, and that kind of stuff. So, But she comes from the Christian faith, so she has an appreciation for it as well. That's at least for me in the dating world, what I was running into are completely non-religious, like, no, fuck church. I don't want anything to do with it kind of people or people on the far right side. Super Christian, you know, church every Sunday, you know, all, all the stuff, Bible studies and all that. It was hard to find someone. Also in the middle who wasn't, again, this, I'm being very critical, but it was like also hard for me to find someone who was spiritual and not fucking kooky.
1: Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah.
0: Like, oh my God, really Mm -hmm. put the Ouija board down. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's not going to tell you your future. Yeah. So does that make sense? Like it was just such a very unique, I was such a, I don't know what else to say, except I was weird. I was a very weird person and it was, it required, Me to find someone that I would be compatible with in that weird space. And we are.
1: Yeah. Well, let's say unique. Yeah. You're you're not weird. Yeah. You're unique. Yes. (laughs) Um, so yeah, when I when I think about spiritual, I don't immediately think religious. Yeah. Because I've done the religious thing and I don't consider myself religious. I'm more spiritual and mystical. Now in my life. And I, as I believe that as long as the person that I'm dating is open in their spirit, you know, they're just open to um, new ideas or learning or just exploring where they are. And they're not already um, fully committed to a specific religion that is that they you know that they're 100 this is this is who i am and if you don't believe these things i'm either going to try to convert you or you know they want to find someone who's already have has those like rick who wanted you know someone who has a had a strong christian faith right uh that i'm that's not going to work for me it's, you know the person that's the strong goes to church every weekend <laughs> you know goes to right. or you know I shouldn't laugh, or I'm whatever. sorry. No, I mean, that's... totally fine that's, if people do. Right, it, it's absolutely fine, but that's not going to work for me. But I also don't need someone who knows what what their spiritual... That they label themselves, like agnostic or whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't need the labels. Yeah. For me, their spirituality is their existence. Yeah. And as long as we can have conversations about those things and it's not divisive... I'm good. Like, I don't, you know, I've, I've dated guys that, um,
0: very opinionated.
1: Well, we're Christian. No, I, I never dated anyone who was like so staunch in their belief about their religion that never made it past one date Yeah, because that is a big turnoff for me. Yeah. I'm not there. Yeah. And I don't want that in my life. Now I've dated guys that go to church, but they're the kind that go to church on the holidays. Right. And I would go with them. Sure. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But now I'm you know, I what's most compatible for me is someone who is open. Yeah. And I, you know, I consider all of us spiritual beings in some way. I don't know what exactly what that looks like. I don't have, you know, a, a clear definition of that. Yeah. But I know that we are. I know we're connected. I I, you know, I know there's energy in the world. Like, I mean, yeah. It it for me, that's the spiritual part. Yeah. And it's not about religion. Yeah.
0: I had, I was watching um, a podcast with Bill Maher and Russell Brand. And they were talking about spirituality and Bill Maher is an atheist. Mm -hmm. Um, Russell Brand is is spiritual. And, And it was interesting because Bill Maher even admitted that the thought of the universe at one time being compressed down into, you know, the something the size of a pinhead and that all the galaxies and the planets and the suns and the moons and all the stuff were in there. And the big bang happened. Like he admitted that that is as, uh, unbelievable as God did it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> <You>
0: <laughs> yeah, know, which is yeah, funny because yeah. it's true. it's it, it atheists don't like to admit this, um, the, and I just don't know why they can't. They they have their own confirmation bias, just like those mm-hmm. that are religious have their own confirmation bias. You know, I think that's one reason why I can't go to either side of the camps. It's like I can look at an atheist and see see how <laughs> you're believing some things that are unbelievable clearly Mm -hmm. no more no more or less than unbelievable than some of the things that the christians are believing so can you just admit that you know let's just let's just admit there are things we have no idea and so uh and maybe maybe bill maher is an atheist maybe he's an agnostic anyway agnostic is i don't know maybe maybe not i don't know And that, for me, feels the most authentic. Um, So, you know, back to the discussion, I think that's a really, really important piece. I've often said this, and in fact, the date coach Rick guy that I interviewed, he said the same thing. He said, you know, if he thinks if someone is Buddhist, they should try to find someone who's Buddhist. If they're Christian, they should find someone who's Christian. If they're open to find someone open, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, yeah, I resonate with that. In other words, if something's, really important to you. Like if you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you're super Christian, that's fine, but definitely you should be with someone super Christian. Yeah. that I think that would be very important. Yes. And for con conversation, for connection, for compatibility, yeah. for all those things, that should be something that's shared. And, and when we get into this compatibility list, one of the things is beliefs, not that you believe the same thing. Jessica and I don't believe the same thing. Um, she's pretty certain that in past lives and pretty certain about reincarnation. Uh, I mean, certain is, is in belief; like she really believes that. And I'm maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, yeah. I just don't know, you know. Uh, but I'm willing. I'm open, though. I'm open. Maybe. I I don't know. That makes for a great conversation, though. Absolutely. Like I love the thought of it. Uh, that we just go back to source, go back to energy, and then we right. come back down as someone, uh, you know, into another body and have another experience. I mean, that sounds super cool, but obviously there's zero proof for that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's true or not true. Right. I mean, it
1: maybe. Well, and I always think about like, I think about that. I've, I've wondered that. I've contemplated all of that. And I thought, well, if we go back to source, do they, do, do we all, do we get all mixed up with everyone else and we can't? <laughs> And then I think we have, we maintain our individuality. Okay. But I don't, but how do you know? Right. Like, I mean, how would we know? That just makes
0: sense. Because who knows?
1: Yeah. This brain belongs to this body. Right. This brain doesn't go back to source. True. So this brain would never experience this world again. Right. It's like this brain is for this body. So it depends on what's the real you. Is Tammy? Not my brain. It's, it's the essence inside me, which, you know, some people call the Holy Spirit and some people call essence and higher self or whatever you want to, you know, like, I yeah. mean, not higher self. I think that's outside of you, but you know, there, there's a, there's a source and that's the, the element I've, I mean, I've watched, I watched my father die. Yeah. I watched him leave. Yeah. I could, I mean, it was clear.
0: Yeah. He's he was no there, there
1: and he was gone. Yeah. Like it was so clear to me, but where he went, I don't know.
0: And not only that, you know, I've often wondered this this is one reason people like our podcast as um, we talk about some of the stuff that I think a lot of people are curious about. I've often wondered not just that, but where does Pammy's personality come from because of nature and nurture? Meaning if it, let's just, let's make some assumptions. <laughs> let's make an, a, an assumption that like the movie called soul which is a great disney movie if you haven't seen it pammy you got to see it everybody should watch it it's a great movie your soul exists already Mm -hmm. forever it's an Mm -hmm. eternal thing Mm -hmm. and so my mom gets pregnant and my soul comes down and into this little body Mm -hmm. so you know i'm born my soul is in there okay i grow up i die at 150 my soul goes back to source. And then let's say my, my soul goes back, you know, back down again, again, making all these assumptions. Obviously there's no memory of like, I have no memory of a past life and people deja vu and all that. I've, you know, I've, I've watched enough things on deja vu. It's not quite as mystical as it, as it seems, you know, that, Often you can watch a movie and see a place. And then when you are mm-hmm. in that place, right. you don't know it was in the movie, but you're thinking, man, I feel like I've been here before. You saw it in a movie
1: well, <laughs> and yeah.
0: just forgot maybe, or
1: the brain, the brain processes at least 60,000 thoughts a day. Right. So where do those thoughts go? It, it, they're in the brain. So, right. and I, I'm not saying I know right, about deja right. vu, whether it's real or not real. I've, I've experienced it. A lot of yes. people have, I have no idea why. Yeah. But it, it so but we have all this in our heads so it's hard to say you know is it a spiritual experience or it is is it just a mental experience. Right, it's so just like, a
0: firing of yeah. the brain. So I I find it very interesting even in myself who who is Timmy really 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 without the influences of society, without culture influences, without religious influences, without my parental influences, without well clearly i would be a different person if i was born to a different oh, set of parents like i would be different though i'm sure there would be some similarities because of just nature you know forget the nurture right but i don't know why that fascinates me so much i it, i'm so intrigued with the idea of what would i be like If I was to rewire my brain, read, (laughs) read different books, have Mm -hmm. different conversations, meet different people, just everything about my life. If it was different and I got to experience a little bit of that, just, I feel like I'm living a separate life. Now I had a life. I was an evangelical pastor. I was married. I, you know, there were all these things. And now I'm like, it's a whole nother, I look back at the old life and it's almost like a past life. Like I kind of view it as a past life. I died and I died to myself and I resurrected somebody different. Um, how do you, did you feel, do you feel that way from,
1: I do. Like when you
0: think about your marriage, oh, your first marriage, is that like another life ago?
1: I have to go back farther than that to when I was in the religion that I grew up in Right. and that cult, uh, cult Christianity. I don't know what else to call it, <laughs> but when, you know, when I began to, when I left that and I began to discover myself and I was still married when that all happened, I began shedding, parts of who I was and became, you know, and became a different person just from that. Yeah. Then add in the element of my divorce and it became even more. So like, and I, and I kind of liken it to, isn't it seven years are, that our bodies regenerate? Like completely. In, in You're seven a whole new years, person in, in seven, seven years. years. Yeah, And I feel like if we look at our the spiritual side of who we are and, and that we can reinvent ourselves in kind of the similar time. Absolutely. Frame. And so, you know, I think it's absolutely 100% p- uh, possible to rewire your brain. Oh,
0: a hundred percent
1: with the right training and, you know, mentorship or whatever it is.
0: Fasting uh, helps to rewire yeah. your brain. Oh I learned yeah. This There's
1: week. All, all kinds of things that can do that, but it, it can happen Yeah. and you can become, I, I know I am not, I look at myself now and I'm not talking about in the mirror, but I just look at myself now and I'm like, I am nowhere close to that girl mm-hmm. that, you know, insecure, unworthy, um, had no confidence. I, you know, I relied so heavily on the people around me to tell me who I was Yeah, because that was my life. Yeah. Then when I got to choose, I be, I began choosing things for myself and and what resonated with me. And this is where I think the 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 personality, the part we're talking about, the eternal part of us, yeah, that that started to blossom and come out. Yeah. You know, this person, I I always say like who I was meant to be, who I was born to be. Yeah. Where that was so not when I was growing up and I felt so strange in my own skin if that makes sense yeah I felt like I didn't belong in my family I didn't feel like I belonged in my body like something didn't feel right to me and then as I've you know over the last it's been one well, it was 1994 I think when so it's been almost 20 30 years Goodness. Tw- 20 years yeah no anyway I can't do math right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dating podcast not a math <laughs> competition <laughs> 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 anyway you know they, it just it was just like a, I'm a different person. Like I'm completely different.
0: I, you know, I, I, um, I, (laughs) my brain literally is going all over the place right now. I have so many thoughts on everything you were saying because I've been watching so many things, uh, trying to educate myself on, on fasting, the importance of fasting and, and I've fasted before. I think the longest fast I ever did was seven days and it was life changing. Like it was literally life-changing. I didn't do it for weight loss. I did it actually because I I got COVID Mm -hmm. and I lost my appetite and ended up losing my appetite for a week. But it was so cleansing. My body really did reset. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to, I don't even, here's what's so strange to me. And even myself, like this is even strange with me, like how I would have a certain desire yet I'm unwilling to do it. you know yeah. it's like <laughs> I, I would love to have yeah. abs and different things, but I'm not willing to do what it would take to because to have you know
1: that. what it would take right, and you know how painful that <laughs> right. process is,
0: but yes. even things that we would actually need, like when I think yeah. about fasting, which which i'm I'm going I'm getting ready to do next week after my birthday i'm gonna i'm gonna fast and I know it's going to be great. I'm excited. I've done it before, uh, the longest fast I ever did, um, outside of the one that I did for seven days cause I was sick. I think, I think I may have done a seven day fast and I wasn't sick and I did it just for actually, I think I did it for spiritual reasons, but man, you get past that third day and you don't want to eat, yeah. which is weird. You don't want to eat your body then taps it you're in uh, ketosis ketosis so your your body's feeding off the fat and i have some fat that it could feed off for a while
1: (laughs) (laughs) so Uh, you're saying this is your bridal diet oh my
0: god Uh, (laughs) dear lord help me Uh, i yeah i'm the biggest i've ever been actually no ish yeah yeah i've actually i lost five pounds last week because i was like uh no enough it's the we it's weird pammy no one cares about this shit, but it just, <laughs> I always used to giggle about people that they'd lose weight and then literally they gain it back. And then some, I did that 90 day right transformation yeah. yeah. and in 90 days, I mean, I posted my pictures. I was like, wow, I literally got my ass in shape in 90 days and had I stuck with it, but, but I didn't, for some reason got busy and skipped the, you know, just ne- mm-hmm. next thing you know, I'm I'm not going to the gym anymore. And it's freezing cold, and I'm like, I don't even want to go out and walk. Well, yeah, and all of a sudden, blah, 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 wait, the weight starts coming coming on, and, of course, I'm eating late at night. I'm doing all the things I know I shouldn't do. Um, so change all that. It's fine. And yes, I'm getting married in in a (laughs) A couple couple of weeks. So I was like, man, I better get my ass back. So, you know, back in the gym, I've been, you know, not eating at night anymore and, and making better choices and, Mm -hmm. and thankfully my body responds pretty quick, you know? So, but it's just funny, I guess all that to say, you know, there's someone listening to this podcast. They don't like the way they look and they haven't liked the way they look for years, but they're unwilling to do whatever it would take to get in, and it's not that hard. I know some people say it is. I mean, no, it isn't. Just stop eating after three. Just do that. Everything you're doing, just keep doing it. Just after three o'clock, don't eat. Just drink tons of water. So you're not eating your dinner. You know, that would be intermittent fasting. Right. right. It will change your life. Anyway, doing the, the complete fast. I. I. Dr. Huberman was talking about on his podcast and that it literally your brain grows new connections during a fast. Once you get past 48 hours and I'm just like, well, damn, why I'd <laughs> I, I be doing this more yeah. often, you know? So I'm, I'm committed to doing two fasts a year mm-hmm. just to keep my body reset, especially at my age, you know, I'm, I'm knock on wood. I'm, you know, drug free. I don't take any drugs outside. I mean, recreational. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do weed or whatever um, I even I didn't do weed for a whole week, what? by the way. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just there's a few things I was wanting to see, yeah. you know, with it. And so I, I didn't do it for a week. Um, and so now I'm pretty much I'm not going to do it daily uh, anymore. I never did it daily during the day. I only did it a night. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I just did that one to see. I was like, I'm just going to stop for a week and see what happens. Nothing really hugely changed. Uh, but I also like to do that just to prove to myself that I'm not
1: addicted to something. uh, Yeah. I'm not hooked onto something. So
0: I stopped it for a week and it was never even tempted. Like it was like, fine, I'll just, yeah, there's no big deal anyway. So uh, fasting is, is one way to go back to the point was that's a one way to really help re you know, restructure your brain, get some new growth, but also allowing yourself to have new conversations, allowing yourself to think that whatever you think might not be the ultimate truth. That I've read and I'll read it, uh, here. I want to read you something. Do you know who, do you, you know, the Phelps family, Yeah. the Westboro Baptist? Yes. Ch- so I watched or listened to a podcast called the witch trial of JK Rollins. Great podcast, Pammy. Um, and Megan Phelps used to be a part of the Phelps family, mm-hmm. the Westboro Baptist church that pickets funerals. Yeah. You know, God hates fags that, right. that group. Yes. Everybody knows about those idiots. Anyway, so she was a part of that family and, you know, picketed and did all that stuff and, you know, was on late night talk shows talking about how, yeah, that crappy hate stuff. And then, all right, so maybe there's a tidbit of sexual stuff in probably everybody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: if they cared <laughs> if all they, about. <laughs> if
1: intellectual, if that, you know, element is important to them, then yeah. yeah.
0: I would think so because it it, le- it lends itself to great conversations. So Absolutely. I would think that it is. It is important, uh, physical connection.
1: Well, duh. <laughs> That's yes. I didn't
0: put it number one for, for a reason. Yeah, but of course, right? We we're learning this watching Love is Blind.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm caught up by the way. Oh, are you? Yes. I'm not I am. fully
0: caught up. Oh, I yeah. Am. We yeah. We have. They just came out with three more episodes, um, and I think we have one more to to get through. Okay. I think. But I'm so excited. Uh, yeah. Have they got to the wedding day yet?
1: No, me? they haven't re- released those, have they? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying the, oh, they just added three no, new. okay. Then no, You're I'm not caught. caught. Ah. No, I got, I got to. It's where a shit show. Living with each other. Okay. That's how far I got. Okay. So oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you got more to watch. Okay. All right. Then we'll talk about when we're going to do this podcast. Because yes. This is a very interesting oh bunch of people.
0: My <laughs> gosh. Yeah, everybody. We will be doing a podcast on uh, season four of love is blind. Pammy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it right now, no, but there's a no. lot to talk about. Yes, there and is. it's a shit show yes. of incompatibility mm-hmm. that, you know, here I will say this. So to not talk specific about the show, but just in general, what I'm learning about this show one. Yeah. Yeah what I'm learning is love is not blind. Absolutely fucking not. It's absolutely not blind. Maybe some elements of it. Right. Mm -hmm. But attraction, um, you, you have to, there can be some connections emotionally. Obviously you don't need to see someone to connect with someone. Um, but if you're going to spend your life with someone, obviously there's got to be a physical connection. So, if you connect with them emotionally spiritually intellectually all these ways that's great but if you're talking about the four pillars and one of the the third one is the physical that means you can't stand it up you can't stand a I guess you technically could if you put the leg in the right place, right. but a <laughs> Three three-legged table. table is going to be yes. not the most stable. It isn't going to be ever. square. Right, right. There you go. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, if you did it right. But right. <laughs> uh, so I I really, really, really think that a relationship that only connects on emotional, intellectual, maybe a spiritual connection, if you don't connect physically you're gonna limp along, I mean, mm-hmm. I just think it, it it would create a limp in the relationship, so yeah very 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 fascinating um for sure, absolutely, the idea of physical connection I mean it's as much as we would like to be um oh what's the word i I wish I had a bigger vocabulary um. Where we didn't need something as shallow, you know. If we think of looks as being shallow. Someone that's concerned about looks, that's that's shallow. It's not because no. it's just how we are made up, and if there is no physical connection, and we saw it in season three of Love Is Blind, mm-hmm. you know, when Bartiz sees and Nancy, Nancy yeah. you know, he just didn't have that physical connection like he did with Raven, right? Right. But clearly, he didn't see. So he didn't make that connection. I guarantee you, had he seen them, he would have for sure picked Raven right. over Nancy. Right. And I, that's no slam on Nancy. She's beautiful. Uh, but just Raven was more Bartese's Yes, f- whatever. And I could have told you that just by looking at right.
1: him. <laughs> Listening yeah. to him. Yeah, and right.
0: Was- <laughs> Do you know he just had a baby? no mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the yeah. scandal continues yeah.
0: and not with oh anybody gosh. else the love is blind See, and here
1: i am saying i don't care about the kardashians <laughs> <laughs> but you know those love is blind contestants
0: <laughs> i know i'm <laughs> so hypocritical i'm like anybody that likes <laughs> reality okay, tv that is, well okay, okay love is blind yeah
1: yeah i just call myself out on that one okay <laughs> I, well and i think it's important to know that beauty is subjective yeah. beauty is not going to be the same for every person. Right. But it's still very important. And, you know, what I think is handsome isn't what someone else thinks is handsome. And I've, and I've sat with my friends and looked at, you know, pictures of guys on the dating websites and someone that they think is extremely attractive. I'm like, not for me. Yeah. You know, so it's all subjective and it's all in the eye of the beholder it, yeah. that's you know been around for ages yeah and but it is a very important thing and, and beyond looks physical um physical connection in other ways uh i mean sexual connection yeah i mean being able to have that um sexual compatibility the chemistry just the you know that you want to rip their clothes off kind of you know whatever that is um that's important and just i think even it can go as just how they hold your hand or how you know if the person comes up and rubs your back or gives you a hug in in a way like i'm a big hugger yeah i don't like i don't like the tent hugs, you know, where someone just leans their shoulders right. into you and the rest right. of their body is like three feet away from you. and They're just putting you on your back. Like, that's not a hug to me. Yeah. You might as well just wave at me. Right. Um, I want a bear hug. Yeah. And and if I'm dating someone, I want a bear hug from that person and I want to feel safe. Yeah. And that is so important to me. And if they're not there, I, that's just not going to do it for me. Yeah. Like I, I, I want that is critical yeah. for me <laughs> like it, yeah that, that's that, a non-negotiable
0: yes and it's thing like you know when i think about really if you sat down to really come up with a list goodness gracious i hadn't even thought about that but how someone touches me yes like how
1: their skin feels to you yeah. and how your skin feels to them yeah. i mean there's there's all of those things like y- you have to be
0: how someone smells
1: yeah right that's a physical thing a how thing. they sound how their voice sounds how they're You know, I mean, there are so many different physical elements. Um, If they have, um, you know, a physical deformity, I hate to use the word deformity, but, you know, like they've had an accident, whatever. Are you okay with that? You know, or is that going to be a problem? Like, there's so many different things that encapsulate the the physical part of it, that it's not just looks. Right.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of uh, nuances when it comes to that and you're right. It's, um, that's why when I think get, people get super specific on physical traits, it's like, well, what's, what's behind that physical trait? Like, what, what do you mean by that? Does it have to be exactly as you you're saying it here, or is there, is there some nuance with that? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, very fascinating. Okay. Let's keep going down this list. Uh, the last one's spiritual. So that was the one that you were giving me that cross-eyed look Uh,
1: (laughs) because you're like it only applies to some people. Yeah, I mean, is there need
0: to be a spiritual connection? I mean, I, for me, spirituality is a part of my life. So, but mine was even more specific. I just talked to Jessica about this. I I told her, I said, you know, we do have a really unique special connection. And I said, what is so shocking to me is I, I had left it off my non-negotiable list because i'm so unique spiritually on one hand i have a background in christianity and i still appreciate some of the things about christianity like the message of jesus or just some of the whatever but i don't believe that you know jesus is the savior of the world and you have to accept jesus to be you know so i'm clearly not a christian i don't i'm not a christian because i don't believe that you have to accept jesus to be born again i don't even believe in any of that at all i just don't even believe in that so i don't believe in like a heaven and hell at all within like the christian way yet you know i go to church you know i go to church i enjoy worship music i enjoy the feeling in church i enjoy the community but i don't believe 90 percent of the shit that I'm hearing in the sense of as, as they make it specific, Mm -hmm. you know, if they're teaching on Noah and the ark and I'm like, Oh brother, you know, (laughs) like that didn't actually happen, but okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Like I think it's BS. I think it's mythical, but yeah, it's weird. It's like, I literally hold them in both of my hands. One hand is like, Oh, I appreciate Christianity. And, some of the practices. I mean, I went to church on Easter <laughs> I mean, right? don't we? Yeah. and Jessica and I went to church on Easter, which by the way, they were doing it. They did it at the Kauffman. Performing I Arts saw Center. that. I saw that. I know it was really cool, which we showed up to church, to the, to the church building downtown. Oh, you
1: did? Yeah. <laughs> and there's a big sign.
0: That's how well connected <laughs> not we here, are, Timmy. Pammy.
1: We're not here, <laughs> yeah. Timmy. There's a huge banner that says Kaufman
0: Center Easter. I'm like, oh shit. So we jetted over there and it was fine. We got there in time for worship and all that. But Anyway, all that to be said, and, and this isn't about me. I'm just saying I want people to think about how specific and unique you might be. I know for me, I'm very, very, very unique having been a Christian now, not yet still spiritual, still respect some of the things from Christianity. Therefore, what I mean is it would have been difficult for me to be with someone that was maybe atheist, no offense to atheists. I see a majority of their points actually, but... But I just, that would probably not be super compatible with me. Someone that would be like, no, I'm not fucking even going to church. So they couldn't go and just appreciate it. Like I do, like, I don't believe it, but I'm going because I appreciate certain aspects of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, so like Jessica, we're singing worship. We sing worship (laughs) together, but neither, you know, she's obviously not uh, a Christian in that way either. You know, she's more spiritual and mystical and, and that kind of stuff. So, but she comes from the Christian faith so she has an appreciation for it as well that's at least for me in the dating world what I was running into are completely non-religious like no fuck church I don't want anything to do with it kind of people or people on the far right side super Christian, you know church every Sunday, you know all all the stuff Bible studies and all that it was hard to find someone, also in the middle who wasn't, again, this, I'm being very critical, but it was like also hard for me to find someone who was spiritual and not fucking kooky.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah.
0: Like, oh my God, really mm-hmm. put the weedy board down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. that's not going to tell yeah. you your future. Yeah. So it, does that make sense? Like it was it just does. such it a does. very unique, I was such a, I don't know what else to say, except I was weird. I was a very weird person and yeah. it was, it required me to find someone that I would be compatible with in that weird space and we are.
1: Yeah. Well, let's say unique. Yeah. You're, you're not weird. Yeah. You're unique. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, when I, when I think about spiritual, I don't immediately think religious Yeah. because I've done the religious thing and I don't consider myself religious. I'm more spiritual and mystical now in my life. And I, as I believe that as long as the person that I'm dating is open in their spirit, you know, they're just open to, um, new ideas or learning or just exploring where they are. And they're not already, um, fully committed to a specific religion that, is that they you know that they're 100 this is this is who i am and if you don't believe these things i'm either going to try to convert you or you know they want to find someone who's already have has those like rick who wanted you know someone who has a had a strong christian faith right uh that i'm that's not going to work for me it's, you know the person that's the strong goes to church every weekend <laughs> you know goes to right. or you know I shouldn't laugh. Or I'm whatever. Sorry. No, it's I mean, it's totally that's, fine. If people do, right. It, it's absolutely fine, but that's not going to work for me. But I also don't need someone who knows what, what their spiritual, that they label themselves like agnostic or whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't need the labels yeah. for me. Their spirituality is their existence. Yeah. And as long as we can have conversations about those things and it's not divisive, I'm good. Like I don't, you know, I've, I've dated guys that, um,
0: very opinionated.
1: Well, we're Christian. No, I, I never dated anyone who was like so staunch in their belief about their religion that never made it past one date Yeah, because that is a big turnoff for me. Yeah. I'm not there. Yeah. And I don't want that in my life. Now I've dated guys that go to church, but they're the kind that go to church on the holidays. Right. And I would go with them. Sure. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But now I'm, you know, I what's most compatible for me is someone who is open. Yeah. And I, you know, I consider all of us spiritual beings in some way. I don't know what exactly what that looks like. I don't have, you know, a, a clear definition of that. Yeah. But I know that we are. I know we're connected. I I, you know, I know there's energy in the world. Like, I mean, yeah, it it for me, that's the spiritual part. Yeah. And it's not about religion.
0: Yeah. I had, I was watching um, a podcast with Bill Maher and Russell Brand and they were talking about spirituality and Bill is an atheist. Mm-hmm. Um, Russell Brand is, is spiritual. And, and it was interesting because Bill Maher even admitted that the thought of the universe at one time being compressed down into, you know, the something the size of a pinhead and that all the galaxies and the planets and the suns and the moons and all the stuff were in there. And the big bang happened. Like he admitted that that is as, uh, unbelievable as God did it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah, know, which is yeah, funny because yeah. it's true. It, it it atheists don't like to admit this, um, the, and I just don't know why they can't. They they have their own confirmation bias, just like those mm-hmm. that are religious have their own confirmation bias. You know, I think that's one reason why I can't go to either side of the camps. It's like I can look at an atheist and see see how. <laughs> you're believing some things that are unbelievable, clearly mm-hmm. no more, no more or less than unbelievable than some of the things that the Christians are believing. So can you just admit that? Can, you know, let's, let's just, just admit there are things we have no idea. And so, uh, and maybe, maybe Bill Maher is not atheist. Maybe he's an agnostic. Anyway, agnostic is, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know and that for me feels the most authentic. Um, so, you know, back to the discussion, I think that's a really, really important piece. I've often said this. And in fact, the date coach Rick guy that I interviewed, he said the same thing. He said, you know, if he thinks if someone is Buddhist, they should try to find someone who's Buddhist. If they're Christian, they should find someone who's Christian. If they're open to find someone open, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, yeah, I resonate with that. In other words, if something's really important to you. Like if you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you're super Christian, that's fine, but definitely you should be with someone super Christian. Yeah. that I think that would be very important. Yes. And for con conversation, for connection, for compatibility, yeah. for all those things, that should be something that's shared. And, and when we get into this compatibility list, one of the things is beliefs, not that you just believe the same thing. Jessica and I don't believe the same thing. Um, she's pretty certain that in past lives and pretty certain about reincarnation. Uh, I mean, certain is, is in belief; like she really believes that. And I'm maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I'm willing. I'm open though. I'm open. Maybe I. I don't know. That makes for a great conversation though. Absolutely. Like I love the thought of it uh, that we just go back to source, go back to energy. And then we right. come back down as someone, uh, you know, into another body and have another experience I mean, that sounds super cool, but obviously there's zero proof for that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's true or not true. Right. I mean, it
1: maybe, well, and I always think about, like, I think about that. I've, I've wondered that I've contemplated all of that. And I thought, well, if we go back to source, do they, do, do we all, do we get all mixed up with everyone else and we can,
0: And then I think we have, we maintain our individuality. Okay. But I don't,
1: but how do you know? Right. Like, I mean, how would we know? That just makes sense. Because who knows? Yeah. This brain belongs to this body. Right. This brain doesn't go back to source. True. So this brain would never experience this world again. Right. It's like this brain is for this body. So it depends on what's the real you. Is Tammy. Not my brain. It's, it's the essence inside me, which, you know, some people call the Holy Spirit and some people call essence and higher self or whatever you want to, you know, like, I mean, not higher self. I think that's outside of you, but you know, there, there's a, there's a source and that's the, the element I've, I mean, I've watched, I watched my father die. I watched him leave. Yeah. I could, I mean, it was clear. Yeah. He was there there and he was gone. Yeah. Like it was so clear to me, but where he went, I don't know.
0: And not only that, you know, I've often wondered this. This is one reason people like our podcast as um, we talk about some of this stuff that I think a lot of people are curious about. I've often wondered, not just that, but where does Pammy's personality come from because of nature and nurture? Meaning if it, let's just, let's make some assumptions. <laughs> let's make an, a, an assumption that like the movie called soul which is a great Disney movie. If you haven't seen it, Pammy, you got to see it. Everybody should watch it. It's a great movie. Your soul exists already Mm -hmm. forever. It's an Mm -hmm. eternal thing. Mm -hmm. And so my mom gets pregnant and my soul comes down and into this little body. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm born. My soul is in there. Okay. I grow up. I die at 150 my soul goes back to source. And then let's say my, my soul goes back, you know, back down again, again, making all these assumptions. Obviously there's no memory of like, I have no memory of a past life and people deja vu and all that. I've, you know, I've, I've watched enough things on deja vu. It's not quite as mystical as it, as it seems, you know, that, Often you can watch a movie and see a place. And then when you are mm-hmm. in that place, right. you don't know it was in the movie, but you're thinking, man, I feel like I've been here before. You saw it in a movie well, <laughs> and yes. just forgot maybe or.
1: The brain, the brain processes at least 60,000 thoughts a day. Right. So where do those thoughts go? It, it, they're in the brain. So, right. and I, I'm not saying I know right, about deja right. vu, whether it's real or not real. I've, I've experienced it. A lot of yes. people have. I have no idea why. Yeah, but it, it so. But we have all this in our heads, so it's hard to say. You know, is it a spiritual experience or it is? Is it just a mental experience? Right, it's so just like, a firing
0: of yeah. the brain. So I, I find it very interesting. Even in myself, who who is Timmy really, 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 without the influences of society, without culture influences, without religious influences, without my parental influences, without, well. Clearly I would be a different person if I was born to a different set of parents, like I would be different though. I'm sure there would be some similarities because of just nature, you know, forget the nurture. Right. But I don't know why that fascinates me so much. I, I'm so intrigued with the idea of what would I be like if I was to rewire my brain, read, (laughs) read different books, have Mm -hmm. different conversations, meet different people, just everything about my life, if it was different. And I got to experience a little bit of that. Just, I feel like I'm living a separate life now. I had a life, I was an evangelical pastor, I was married. I, you know, there were all these things. And now I'm like, it's a whole nother, I look back at the old life and it's almost like a past life. Like I kind of view it as a past life. I died and I died to myself and I resurrected somebody different. Um, how do you, did you feel, do you feel that way from
1: I do. Like when you think about
0: your marriage, your first marriage, is that like another life ago?
1: I have to go back farther than that to when I was in the religion that I grew up in and that cult, uh, cult Christianity. I don't know what else to call it, (laughs) but when, you know, when I began to, when I left that and I began to discover myself and I was still married when that all happened, I began shedding, parts of who I was and became, you know, and became a different person just from that. Yeah. Then add in the element of my divorce and it became even more. So like, and I, and I kind of liken it to, isn't it seven years are, that our bodies regenerate? like Completely. In, in You're seven a whole years, new person in seven, seven years. years. Yeah, And I feel like if we look at our, the spiritual side of who we are and, and that we can reinvent ourselves in kind of the similar time. Absolutely. And so, you know, I think it's absolutely 100% uh, possible to rewire your brain. Oh, a
0: hundred percent
1: with the right training and, you know, mentorship or whatever it is. Fasting
0: Uh, helps to rewire your brain. Oh yeah.
1: There's all, all kinds of things that can do that, but it, It can happen and you can become, I, I know I am not, I look at myself now and I'm not talking about in the mirror, but I just look at myself now and I'm like, I am nowhere close to that girl Mm -hmm. that, you know, insecure, unworthy, um, had no confidence. I, you know, I relied so heavily on the people around me to tell me who I was Yeah, because that was my life yeah then when i got to choose i be, I began choosing things for myself and and what resonated with me and this is where i think the 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 personality the part we're talking about the eternal part of us yeah. that that started to blossom and come out yeah you know this person i i always say like who i was meant to be who i was born to be Yeah. where that was so not when i was growing up and i felt so Strange in my own skin, if that makes sense. Yeah. I felt like I didn't belong in my family. I didn't feel like I belonged in my body. Like something didn't feel right to me. And then, as I've, you know, over the last, it's been when well, it was 1994, I think, when, so it's been almost tw- 30 years. Goodness. Tw- 20 years. Yeah. No. Anyway, I can't do math right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dating podcast, not a math <laughs> competition. <laughs> 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 anyway, you know, they, it just, it was just like a, I'm a different person. Like I'm completely different.
0: I, you know, I, I, um, I, my brain literally is going all over the place right now. I have so many thoughts on everything you were saying because I've been watching so many things, uh, trying to educate myself on, on fasting, the importance of fasting and, and I've fasted before. I think the longest fast I ever did was seven days and it was life changing. Like it was literally life-changing. I didn't do it for weight loss. I did it actually because I I got COVID Mm -hmm. and I lost my appetite and ended up losing my appetite for a week. But it was so cleansing. My body really did reset. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to, I don't even. Here's what's so strange to me. And even myself, like this is even strange with me, like how I would have a certain desire, yet I'm unwilling to do it. You know, it's like (laughs) I I would love to have abs and different things, but I'm not willing to do what it would take to because you know
1: what it would take. Right. And you know how painful that (laughs) process is.
0: But even things that we would actually need. Like when I think about fasting, which which I'm I'm going, I'm getting ready to do next week after my birthday, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fast. And I know it's going to be great. I'm excited. I've done it before. Uh, The longest fast I ever did um, outside of the one that I did for seven days because I was sick. I think I I may have done a seven-day fast, and I wasn't sick. And I did it just for – actually, I think I did it for spiritual reasons. But, man, you get past that third day, and you don't want to eat, which is weird. You don't want to eat. Your body then taps it. You're in ke- uh, ketosis. Ke- ketosis, so your your body's feeding off the fat, and I have some fat that it could feed off for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so you're uh, saying this I'm, is your
1: bridal diet? Oh my
0: god, uh, <laughs> dear Lord, help me! I uh, uh, yeah, I'm the biggest I've ever been, actually. No. Ish. Yeah, yeah. I've actually I lost five pounds last week because I was like, uh, no, enough. Yeah. It's the we- yeah. it's weird, Pammy. No one cares about this shit, but it's just, <laughs> I always used to giggle about people that they'd lose weight and then literally they gain it back. And then some, I did that 90 day right transformation yeah. yeah. and in 90 days, I mean, I posted my pictures. I was like, wow, I literally got my ass in shape in 90 days and had I stuck with it, but, but I didn't, for some reason got busy and skipped the, you know, just ne- mm-hmm. next thing you know, I'm I'm not going to the gym anymore. And it's freezing cold, and I'm like, I don't even want to go out and walk. Well, yeah, and all of a sudden, blah, 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 wait. the weight starts coming coming on, and, of course, I'm eating late at night. I'm doing all the things I know I shouldn't do. Um, So, changed all that. It's fine. And, yes, I'm getting married. <laughs> in, a in a couple of couple weeks. Couple <laughs> weeks. So I was like, man, I better get my ass back. <laughs> so, you know, back in the gym, I've been, you know, not eating at night anymore and, and making better choices. Mm-hmm. And, and thankfully my body responds pretty quick, you know, so, but it's just funny, I guess all that to say, you know, there's someone listening to this podcast. They don't like the way they look and they haven't liked the way they look for years, but they're unwilling to do whatever it would take to get in. And it's not that hard, I know some people say it is like, mean, no, it isn't just stop eating after three. Just do that. Everything you're doing, just keep doing it. Just after three o'clock, don't eat, just drink tons of water. So you're not eating your dinner. You know, that would be intermittent fasting, right? right. It will change your life. Anyway, doing the, the complete fast, I, I, Dr. Huberman was talking about on his podcast, and that it literally your brain grows new connections during a fast once you get past 48 hours. And I'm just like, well, damn! Why (laughs) I I have to be doing this more often? You know, so I'm I'm committed to doing two fasts a year Mm -hmm. just to keep my body reset, especially at my age. You know, I'm I'm knock on wood, I'm you know drug free. I don't take any drugs outside. I mean.
1: Recreational, yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I do weed or whatever. Um, I even, I didn't do weed for a whole week what? by the way. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just, there's a few things I just wanted to see, yeah. you know, with it. And so I, I didn't do it for a week. Um, and so now I'm pretty much, I'm not going to do it daily, uh, anymore. I never did it daily during the day. I only did it a night. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I just did that. I wanted to see, I was like, I'm just going to stop for a week and see what happens. Nothing really hugely changed. Uh, But I also like to do that just to prove to myself that I'm not
1: addicted to something. uh, Yeah, I'm not hooked onto something. So
0: I stopped it for a week, and I was never even tempted. Like it was like fine, I'll just yeah. There's no big deal. Anyway, so uh, fasting is is one way to go back to the point. Was that's a one way to really help re, you know, restructure your brain, get some new growth, but also allowing yourself to have new conversations, allowing yourself to think that whatever you think might not be the ultimate truth that i've read and i'll read it uh here i want to read you something do you know who do you you know the phelps family yeah the westboro baptist yes so i watched or listened to a podcast called the witch trial of jk rollins great podcast pammy um and megan phelps used to be a part of the phelps family Mm -hmm. the westboro baptist church that pickets funerals yeah you know god hates fags that that group yes everybody knows about those idiots Anyway, so she was a part of that family and, you know, picketed and did all that stuff and you know, was on late night talk shows talking about how yeah, that crappy hate stuff. And then she left that world. And which is just crazy cuz it's it's a full-blown cult. Oh yeah. And they're an evangelical church but to the off the chart. Yeah, off the charts like a <laughs> radical yeah. like a like right like a radical uh muslim that blows himself up that they're like that within the christian world um anyway she put down something that that how some of her kind of her journey of thinking new thoughts i really thought this was um just really curious on how to allow yourself to think new thoughts and open yourself up. And I think about this because of my transformation from religious to non-religious and not just religious and non-religious. I mean, clearly I went full blown. I'm I like I I am not a Christian and uh to my parents' chagrin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they still love you.
0: Yeah, they still love me. And they've come, yeah, they've I've been really proud of them too. Um because they see my heart it's not like i'm a raging immoral you know meth smoking like i it's not like i'm doing crazy stuff and that's why i've left the christian faith i've left the christian faith for very specific reasons and um and i think that they somewhat you know,
1: they accept they that. accept
0: that, yeah they accept you. yeah, they accept that whether well, yeah. I'm sure they're still right. praying for me. anyway, <laughs> uh, so here's the question four questions to ask yourself, and this is all regarded this is all part of dating, right? Mm-hmm. If you're really struggling in the dating world, these are things you should think about. And so she says, number one, she says, am I capable of entertaining real doubts about my beliefs, or am I operating from a place of absolute certainty? that's an interesting because that was it what is. for me like am I certain that Jesus is the only way you know am I absolutely certain that Noah built an ark like is that plausible is that possible like until you can get to the point where everything that you believe or think you believe questioning it
1: right
0: is that right like and the same thing with political right everybody that's Repu- Republican thinks they're right, and thinks Democrats are evil, immoral, whatever. Everybody that's on the Democrat side thinks that Republicans are crazy, clearly. And again, this has a lot to do with dating, because you think you might know what would be good for you and what you need and what you want. But really? like, Do you know for sure? And the other thing, that the second question she asked, can I articulate the evidence needed in order to change my mind? Can I articulate the evidence needed to change my mind? Number three, can I articulate my opponent's perspective in a way that they recognize or am I strong manning my case? This is more like confirmation bias.
1: Sure,
0: You can make anything make sense. I remember mm-hmm. doing this as a Christian. Oh, yeah. It all made sense. It all made sense to me. It, now it doesn't. But it did then because I made it make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, well, what's that one? Well, the mysteries belong to the Lord. I mean, <laughs> that made yeah. sense to say. Now that sounds absolutely ridiculous to say that. Mm-hmm. That's the most ridiculous thing I could ever think of. But I used to say it, Pammy, all the time, oh, yeah. and I believed it to my
1: core. Yeah, you know, we had a college course called "Difficult Scriptures," <laughs> and <laughs> they were difficult because they were trying to, <laughs> trying to make them. Folks, say, these aren't just difficult; they're impossible. They're impossible. Yes, and they rewrote them many times. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: funny, Pammy. I actually had a class like that too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> making
0: it, sense of things that don't make sense. And
1: and what was worse was. They shame they almost shamed you if you couldn't accept that what it said wasn't right. 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 You know, and 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 I just and I it was one of my hardest classes. I'm like, this <laughs> doesn't make sense. Like what you're saying <laughs> is not what it says. Like that
0: is a rewiring of the brain. Yeah. I'm telling you, my mm-hmm. brain was wired. And I'm uh, uh, please. I I don't know how to I'm trying to think how to say this to not be offensive, because I don't feel Well, that's not entirely accurate. I do feel this way and I'm trying to work on it to not quite feel this way, but because I I know some really great Christians that are really neat people. But sometimes when I talk to them, I'm like, wow, you believe that with zero evidence. In fact, there's evidence really against that, (laughs) but yet you ignore that completely and are only listening to what continues to confirm what you think is right. 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 That's just such a fascinating thing, you know? Yeah. It's it's a mother that thinks their child is innocent who's in jail. Right. He fucking did it. <laughs> yeah. But you love him so much. How could he ever do that? So there's no way that he did it. Mm-hmm. But he fucking did it. Yeah. There's proof. There's right, evidence yeah. he
1: was convicted. But yeah. they
0: can't. But they've it's- so com mm-hmm. it's such a confirmation bias right yeah so we all do it i do it i'm sure i've done i do it now now that i'm away from that world i still do it uh but it, but in a different way well, anyway I, th- yeah. I think
1: that there's there's an element of acceptance that i think is a challenge for most people and especially like that mother she can still love her child But does she have to you know and this obviously is a fictional situation we're just making this up but you know that mother can she love her child and not defend you know what i mean yeah it's possible yeah but that is that is a road that many people don't want to go down because they feel like they're being hypocritical or they're you know and then between christians and non-christians can there just be this acceptance that what you believe is what you believe and what I believe is what I believe and when you get to that place of accepting the that they're not place, going to that. believe the way I do right then that frees you as an individual from all of the confusion yeah. and all of the not understanding it that, freed me yeah.
0: from all the confusion yeah there were so many things that like that glass <laughs> understanding difficult passages uh understanding things that don't make any sense yeah yeah now having let go of all that it is a relief because it's like okay finally I can admit that's fucking crackpot like there's no way (laughs) finally I could just let that be yeah and I didn't have to do a special gymnastic move in order to continue to believe that. Yes. But this is really, again, I keep saying this because it this all relates to dating. It
1: does. It you does. know, what
0: your perspectives are, what your beliefs are about yourself, about others, about what a relationship is, about what a partnership is, about what a good relationship is, about how, all those things. What you think about all that stuff is going to influence your dating life. Oh, yes. So anyway, the other one that she said, and this is so Megan Phelps, these are the things that even today she said she goes through this list when she's hearing debates with a Republican and a Democrat, or she's hearing some kind of debate on pro-life versus pro-choice. Like how can, cause sometimes, you know, pro-life people are pro-life and they cannot at all understand how someone could, you know, and then the pro-choice person cannot see how a person cannot understand that it's a woman's choice to like, (laughs) it's just, you know, I, I'm not saying it's come anything other than I, I can now because I used to be on one side and now I can see I would personally never want to be involved in an abortion, meaning my partner, I would never want that to ever be a thing. Um, But I also believe it's a woman's choice, right? So I'm clearly kind of straddling both those. But what I've learned in my journey is that those that do uh, support pro-choice typically aren't pro-abortion though. Right. They're just pro-choice, not mm-hmm. pro-abortion. So right. anyway, that is what it is. So uh, the other question she asked, are you attacking the idea that this person is giving or are you attacking the person mm-hmm. that holds that idea? That's interesting.
1: That is very... That's
0: despicable. When I yeah. see that kind of shit, yeah. when people, I wish you would die, and blah, 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 you know, that kind of...
1: Well, that happens in relationships all of the time, not in a violent way or you know with with words that are extreme but that happens all the time when inside of conflict inside relationships there the the idea of understanding and accepting your your partner's point of view goes out the window yes and you go into this fight or flight mode and protecting yourself and protecting you know whatever keep safe keep safe you know Instead of stepping back and just listening, not taking it on as something offensive to you or something to be offended by, yeah. but then working through it, you know, so it, it it's, it happens in relationships. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, I've often taught whenever you're having a disagreement, you know, separate the person yep. from the thing that you're discussing, yes. even when it's something that's pretty personal. Like you're, if you're talking about your sex life, well, fine you and your partner both share a desire to have a healthy, fulfilling, exciting sex life. You both, that's you, both of you want that. Right. So how can both of you have a healthy conversation to achieve that? Like, you know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. It, rather than you never, and I always want, and you never do this and you're, right. you're It's like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't attack the person. Talk about, the fulfilling thing. sex. Yes. Yeah. Talk yeah. about the thing. How do you want, yeah. or if budget, let's you talk about money. Mm-hmm. Don't attack. You spend too much. You're just going to make us into a poor house. No, 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 You both want to not be poor. You yeah. both don't want to be homeless. So what do we need to do about our budget or how do we need to handle money? Yeah. And be you can the, talk about it together.
1: Yeah. Be on the same team.
0: Yeah. And, yes. then,
1: and then attack the problem or the issue or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We talk about getting on the same page, you know, you're not, you might not be on the same page, but you're always on the same team.
1: You better be. Yeah.
0: You better be. If you're on the same (laughs) team, it's not going to work out. Yeah. It's
1: not going to work out. (laughs) Uh,
0: Another question that she asks herself, uh, am I willing to, uh, cut off close friendships or relationships, uh, with people who disagree with me or not willing to, that's what she said, but I didn't like the way she worded that. Do you, Mm. You know like i have friends that are republican and democrat i have friends who are christian and atheist like i don't give a fuck as long as they're not going to be adamant and try to right I you think know, that's be difference. conflicting all the time yeah. or not conflicting but you know attacking or you know. always
1: bringing it up every time you're around right. yeah you know they live in that world therefore they have to talk about it all the time and they can't they don't have a world that's bigger than that no. <laughs> there's nothing else to connect with them on so why yeah why would you hang out with
0: them? i literally shrivel That's up when people anytime i hear someone go oh my gosh did you see what trump did i'm like don't care <laughs> did you see what biden did i don't, don't give care. A fuck. <laughs> can you seriously like stop uh and you can always tell when someone's a cnn watcher or a fox watcher right. you're it's like <laughs> yeah when they start quoting certain people you're like mm-hmm, I, I feel you all right the last one is are you um willing to use extraordinary means uh, people you disagree with, you know, like, I guess outward means like blogging mm-hmm. against them oh, or different yeah. things. You know, I'm not a contentious person. Um, like I definitely speak my truth, obviously. I mean, I'm very opinionated about everything. It's funny. I told somebody the other day, they said, well, who has an opinion about that? And I'm like, well, I have an opinion about <laughs> everything, but I don't have to, <laughs> I guess the the difference. And this is another thing that I'm compatible with my partner with is she also has an opinion about everything just like I do. And I would think most people do, but I don't have to give it and I don't right. have to share it. I don't have to have anybody align with my, I mean, it was difficult for me to leave Christian. All my, my life was in the Christian circle. So yeah. it would have been much easier for me to have stayed in that world. Honestly, it'd be so much, it would have been better in in some ways, but it would have been terrible for my soul. Yeah. You Know, I, I just couldn't continue down that path. All right, so let's finish up here. We're talking about compatibility. Um, and I'm gonna look up that list again. <laughs> My phone closed down. All right, compatibility.
1: So we talked about connection now. We're yeah, we talked about, about co- co-
0: yeah, connection. Now we're going to compatibility. Uh, lifestyle. This is this is one that, um, we, we kind of covered this before. It's it's yeah, you know, if you're a couch potato and there mm-hmm. uh let's get out walk hike yeah. and be out in the sun let's whatever
1: or let's be active let's yeah. just be active let's that, go do things explore be adventurous yeah
0: you need to be compatible with yes, that absolutely you know? like you yeah i i just went frisbee golfing with uh jessica the other day and she like really loves it and, you know i'm a new frisbee golfer and and she's new too, but she's like, I really like this. I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's this, awesome. And not that she needed to, no, but, but she's it's so to trying fun. New things. Yeah, it's such a fun. But again, it, that's what it is. It's, it's her personality is she's open to things. Yeah, so she's
1: adventurous, yeah. and that, I think yeah. And she needed to be with someone who is also adventurous. Yeah. And you can find new things to do together. Like ne- you, neither one of you have ever done them, you know, and right. explore new things, or you can share things that you love already with the other person and. Yeah. You know, that just makes it even better. Yeah. So, no, yeah. I think it's very important to have similar lifestyles and as well as like work, work lifestyle. You yeah. know, do you travel a lot? Yeah. Or you, you know, do you work from home? Yeah. Does the other partner work from home or do you go to the office? Like, how does that, how yeah. does that pan out for you?
0: Yeah. That's a big deal. But uh, yeah, I'm actually glad that, that uh, Jessica doesn't work from home because she would be such a a distraction for me. (laughs) I'd want to be hugging on her and kissing (laughs) her and talking to her. And, uh, so it's good that she goes to work because I work from home for the most part. Um, so yeah, that, that now, again, that wouldn't be a deal breaker. Obviously I think in that kind of a situation, if that would be a problem, then one or each of you then would trade off on, okay, I'm going to go to a coffee shop on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays you know and you whatever you know come up mm-hmm. with some kind of plan if unless you have a big huge mansion and you can be on different sides of the house and it doesn't matter right i guess that's i didn't think about that but.
1: do finances fall under lifestyle or do you have i that would separate? think so yeah i would think they i would too. yeah
0: i would think so definitely have to have also behavior
1: compatibility oh right yep, yep. how someone how spends. you spend yes. money how they save money yeah yeah
0: um, so yeah, lifestyle. The next one is beliefs, compatible and beliefs. We've already talked about that.
1: Is that values as well? I, I mean, would think, think, yeah, beliefs, like, values, yeah, yeah. How you how you view the world. I think maybe you had that one separately, but like values as far as kindness, yes, thoughtfulness, um, um you honesty, know, acceptance, loyalty, gratitude, all those yes, things. all of it. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, worldview, compatible worldview, uh, I don't think I think that if if someone is an open minded person, I could see how a Democrat and a Republican could totally be compatible as long as they like I'm an open Democrat and you're an open Republican. I think that that could work because I think most people, Pammy, at least how I see it, most people are central leaning left or right i feel like they're more in the middle leaning left or right a little bit i don't feel like most people are fucking right wing gun toting american flag you know charge the capital <laughs> type yeah
1: majority i, mean, I don't think the majority are
0: there's yeah. a lot of people like that but i don't think that's the majority right. nor are the majority woke you know way off to the left I can't even think what all the left, but they're just that way off liberal nut jobs. Uh, it's the same thing with the Republican nut jobs. Like I really right. like you can be a right wing conservative nut job and you can be a left uh, liberal wing nut. So, but I don't think most people land there. I think most people are somewhere in the middle and they just lean one way or the other. Mm-hmm. At least yeah. that's been my
1: I have no idea. Yeah. I, I don't pay attention to politics yeah, good. Much, so. Well, yeah. See, <laughs> I, I just land it. in the middle. That, yeah.
0: Yeah. You're so, probably like most people, which is. Very moderate. Ask, in, yeah. Ask me what the, what right. the issue is and I'll tell you what I think. Right. And each, this one I lean right, this one I yes. lean left, this one I lean right. Yes. It, it's yes. whatever. Uh, behavior. Okay. How someone acts. That has proved to be super important mm-hmm. to me um something that i'm very attracted to is how someone behaves i don't know what you know if you got saposexual i don't know what the how behavior (laughs) if you're attracted to the intelligence i don't know what you're attracted to how someone behaves but you know how is someone gracious is someone kind how do they treat other people uh how do they engage in conversation with my friends how do they engage in conversation with their friends Mm -hmm. How are they, how talk? do
1: they act when they drink?
0: Yes. <laughs> how do they talk to strangers? Yes. You know, mm-hmm. that stuff that, uh, you know, obviously I'm super partial to Jessica, but that was a th- big thing that I noticed with her is just how she treats people. Mm-hmm. She's just so kind. She's yeah. so sweet. Um, and so how she behaved was a big turn on for me. Uh, Because that's something I just never have understood, you know, um, extreme,
1: uh, disrespect. Yeah. I've just never understood
0: that. I've never understood, you know, people that scream at someone at a, at a restaurant or they Mm -hmm. scream at someone that got an order wrong or they scream, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're belligerent. And I just have never understood that. I don't, I don't. That doesn't. I've never done that. Right. Again, I'm far from perfect. I've made other mistakes and done things that are fucking fucked up. But that's something I've never done. You know, I just have never screamed and yelled at someone and tried to belittle them with my words and cut them down yeah. because they got my order wrong. You know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah. Or they exactly. spilt a drink right. on me.
1: Yeah.
0: I I don't understand that.
1: It's it it is a um, primitive, <laughs> immature response. To where you are, not what, and it's a trigger that sets people off. Yeah, it's not, you know, it, but it's it's definitely primal. Yeah, and it's fear based. Yeah, and it's you know, I find
0: it yeah. pretty immature too. It is, it I is, it,
1: but we are all stupid when we're we're in that fear, like when we're in a fear-based state. Yes, true. We're all stupid.
0: Yeah. the
1: brain shuts down. we don't have clarity. We don't have, you know, those things that we do have (laughs) when we are in a peaceful, joyful, you know, state. So it, uh, and that's just, you know, that's just why it's happening. Yeah. But when you don't live in that space, then it's hard to understand how it could happen Yeah. because you don't live in that, that primal fear state, you know, that state of fear all the time so that's not and that's not how you were taught or trained how to exhibit it right that's the other element is how we learned how we you know watched our parents and people around us when we were younger manage anger is typically how we manage anger yeah and oh well that explains yeah Yeah, i never saw
0: my parents attack each other and get vicious Uh, again far from perfect Uh, you know everybody's far from perfect um, but yeah, I just I never saw that exampled. So even watching, you know, Love is Blind, the season four, you know, psycho Jackie <laughs> and fucking Marshall, like
1: yeah. I'm just it's, it's it's like
0: like I I yell this when I'm watching that show. Yeah. I keep telling Marshall, yeah, leave that crazy <laughs> bitch, dude. She's fucking nuts. What the fuck are you even? goodness gracious bro yeah like you're gonna no 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 and you know and i was picking up on that of course now i can see right and they're editing certain things so i don't know if they're making her seem way more crazy than she is but she's doing a pretty good job of making herself appear crazy just because you know there's been four or five interest in instances where she's lost her shit or just been nutty that i'm just like Okay, you're talking about you guys have been dating for two weeks and she's already four times lost her fucking shit.
1: Yeah, she's very extreme.
0: She's a drama crazy queen. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you know, and the fact that he wasn't recognizing that and walking away from that is just, <laughs> I, I just don't understand that. I, You know, I don't understand that. So I'm sure there's people listening that, that they get into that cycle. Uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I guess just the way I was raised, I guess, I, you know, it's, it's not really an... It's just because I'm so awesome. It's just, <laughs> I was just raised in a certain yeah, way that I right. wouldn't put up with that for a minute. If right. I if a girlfriend, if I was with a girl and she screamed and belittled me and said something like, you're just a worthless pile of shit. I don't know why I'm with you. I would literally be like, pack your fucking shit Get the fuck away from me, you psycho, crazy person. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I would just never, ever put up with that shit. So when I find out that there are relationships that exist that behave that way, I mean, I just was hired. I have some clients. I just met with them and they told me they got into a fight and they got physical. And I'm like, I looked at him. I said, literally like you, you, you hit her. Well, yeah, but I was just so mad.
1: Not I literally, I, I literally,
0: I, was, I said, bro, no. that's not okay. Not even at all. In fact, my count, what I would tell her is that she should leave your ass. He didn't like that. No, of course not. But I said, dude, like literally that's a 100% no forgiveness yeah, for that. No. Like that's a one strike you're out. We're done. Yep. So, so, Pammy, I don't know. I just don't understand when people behave like that. But I guess, you know, I guess if they come from a toxic, volatile home, that's it. They're used to that right. and it doesn't trigger them like it would me. I, like that would be so foreign. I don't even know what I would even like. I say what I think I would do. Right. I would be so <laughs> shocked.
1: Yeah.
0: I've only been talked to once in my life like that. And it was a boss oh a i remember bo- you yeah, telling yeah. me this a boss yeah. that, that talked and i just sat there yep. didn't say a single fucking word put my notice in i'm like this is clearly not the place for me right. you know um i don't know i mean have, have you ever been in a relationship like that where you would scream and yell
1: um and, i yeah i was and not in uh, not my marriage but yeah. i was in a relationship where it there was a lot of um a lot of gaslighting going on and I didn't recognize it right away, Yeah. but there was behavior um, that was not acceptable and I never, never physical, mm. but definitely putting me down and wow. not, you know, and yeah, yeah, that definitely ended the relationship. Yeah. It's like good. not acceptable.
0: Yeah. Well, good. I, I'm, I, I think it's unfortunate for if there's someone listening and they're, they find themselves in that pattern. You just, I don't know. I I wish I had the answer for that. I don't know how to rewire your brain in that particular area outside of just knowing that it's wrong. If you're in a relationship and they do that, that's the end of the relationship Mm -hmm. right then, right there. That's it. Well, they said they were sorry. They were really upset. I don't give a fuck. That is going to be the pattern of the relationship. You know what I mean? There's no yeah. way that's going to just happen once. No. There's no nope. fucking way. <laughs> nope. That doesn't just happen once. No, it doesn't. So you just have to be able to recognize patterns. And I've talked about this before in the podcast. I've dated a woman. A little jealousy thing came oh, up. Oh, yeah. And then it came up again. And then it came up again. And I'm like, hell no. Mm-hmm. Nope. I don't do jealousy. Yeah. Not like that. Not like you're not going to accuse me of something that's not even remotely there. Right. Like, no, we're not going to do that.
1: Yeah. It doesn't take long for people to, to show themselves and patterns will show up. They may not look the same, you know, the experience or the, whatever you want to call it, their behavior isn't necessarily the same, but the pattern is there and it's emotionally driven. And I think if you can recognize that, then it's a lot easier to say, this isn't for me and I'm out. But you have to be able to recognize the pattern. And I think most people are just aren't aware enough to see that until it's too late or until it, it, it goes on for a long period of yeah. time. So,
0: and I know some people can feel stuck. You know, that's why I, yeah. you know, I don't recommend for a typical relationship. I mean, there's always exceptions to every rule. Uh, and I've broken some of those personally. Um, not move it in too quick. You know, not, yeah. If there's certain things to just kind of let the relationship kind of yeah. simmer a little bit and see how it goes, you know, walk it out, you know, just walk it out, keep, just keep, keep going, just let it keep going. I, and back to what, you know, we've talked about with Lance that, you know, he, he, he was told by a friend, I think he, we give him credit for it now, but that the one year, he yeah. was someone one year and one year and, this next week is one year for me mm, and Jessica. That's great. So we'll have celebrated, you know, one year before we got married. And I'm, I'm glad, you know, there's, there's, thankfully there's really not been any surprises on either one of our parts. You know, I feel like we both were mature and very compatible and have a lot of connection and all that, but also, you know, she's not dumb and I'm not dumb. And so let's just keep dating. Yeah. Let's just keep, oh yeah, keep going out, keep seeing each other, keep having long Long ass conversations. Keep being very honest, very vulnerable. Tell your truth. Speak your truth. Um, I'll tell you what's helped uh, helped us really get to know each other. I know this sounds so fucking ridiculous, but watching Love Is Blind and talking about all of it. Oh yeah. Like, like I talked just like about just about Jackie. You know, mm-hmm. when that stuff started happening, I mean, I paused it <laughs> and I looked at her and I was like. That fucking Jackie is crazy. Marshall needs to pack his shit and leave, you know, (laughs) and just me saying that like that created then, you know, conversation conversation. and clearly if it was an isolated one-time event, I'm not, I'm not super cutthroat. I am about some things, but not super cutthroat about everything. But when it comes to something, you know, if someone's showing a pattern of craziness, they're crazy.
1: Oh yeah. So,
0: all right, everybody, thank you for joining us today. Peace out.